everybody this is mike and welcome to lovecraft and back we are here with another bonus episode for our intro it is basically going to be us breaking down each of the creators and just talking about their backgrounds talking about what they have done for the lovecraft universe i mean universe universe and you know just give you a little background on both of them all three of them and just keep it cool aaron would you like to start us off Mr. H.P. Lovecraft, come up to the stand. <laughs> yes. Let's, let's talk about Howard Phillips Lovecraft. Um, he was essentially the godfather of all of, you know, this gothic cosmic horror, which is a incredible, um, you know, subgenre within horror. Uh, I feel like everyone and their mother knows about uh, his work, even if they don't read him. Uh, he mostly um, he mostly wrote uh, poems that turned you know that turned into the concepts of you know these larger than life creatures that were mm -hmm. attacking you know Middle America and you know just very simple things. And you can see all of his influences in like Ridley Scott or you know, Guillermo del Toro, like it, it's, it's absolutely there, but, um, we'll get into another very interesting tidbit later, uh, that is very unfortunate and controversial to a lot of fans of his, but I would say for me personally, most of my, um, relationship with H.B. Lovecraft is seeing the influences he had on, um, modern, um, uh, you know, media, uh, mostly like video games and cartoons and uh, other comics, you know, you know, different things. I never really read his material. I think I've read like one full on poem, which was Nair Lasotep uh, back in high school. But I was never really interested in his work as so much as I was in the whole idea of cosmic horror. And I know a lot of people, you know, kind of, you know, built up his you know, essentially extended universe, if you will, of <laughs> cosmic horror. But, um, you know, just from, you know, research, I, you know, I can see he was a very flawed man. Uh, he was a very brilliant man. You know, it's, it's a lot like, say, Walt Disney or, you know, some of the other creative geniuses that have shaped, you know, modern media. Uh, but that, that's kind of my take on Mr. H.P. Lovecraft. Uh, what about you, Mike? Um, for me with HP, cause I mean, even when I, when the show was uh, announced, I didn't know who HP Lovecraft was, um, until I started actually researching about him and then, you know, figuring out who he was and then finding out that he is this American writer who has made this, you know, basically put his imprint in horror and like a lot of people, like he does have a, like a big following and everything and to see that a lot of people were inspired by him Ridley Scott Stephen King like that is those are big names and to see that they were inspired by his creativity you know and they were inspired to do more things and be creative with their own like things stories that they came up with so but more research I found out that yeah he did have this you know I mean, it is bad, but, you know, he had his his tropes where he was, you know, 
I guess you could say a racist. And it was sad to find that out because, you know, when you have this big following and, you know, like, you're like, why, like, why would you feel like that? And then you like, I read one of the poems and it said, you know, some things. And I was just like, wow, he really, you know, he was that type of person. He was that guy. But I don't take away that his creativity because, I mean, personality versus creativity. You know, he's been, you know, an imprint to the horror genre, but it doesn't take away from the feelings that he had. So I think for me, that was like the the takeaway where I was like, dang, like, didn't know this would be about like this would come from you. But, you know, it is what it is at that time in this time frame. So but I think that's the only thing that was like, eh. but like I said, he has inspired many people to write their own horror things and, you know, continue to be successful in their genres. So. Yeah, he, he is. A, like, like I said, you know, he he just is a very flawed uh, individual like most of uh, creators and you know fiction writers you know these are you know these are still people and at some point you know you have to separate the creator from the content that they've created and it's just you know it, he's absolutely a product of his time um you know and that's i think that's what makes lovecraft country the series even more interesting because it it kind of flips you know all of the essentially racist rhetoric that was throughout his material and it's kind of you know showing this ugly mirror of how it affects you know its main characters which are all black americans yeah and you know it just yeah i don't i don't see that you know happening you know often and you can look at like some of the old comic books or some of the old cartoons you know none of them take you know take that racist you know, imagery and just turn it on itself. And that, you know, that's why, you know, like I said in the previous episode, this is a very important series uh, just because it's, you know, this is not um, something that black Americans or black viewers in general, you know, any melanated viewers, let me just say it like that, you know, they're not, they're not used to seeing us, you know, represented in cosmic horror. Yeah, you know that says a lot about you know the society we live in, but it's like you know this is this is a very interesting thing, and you can thank uh, you know writer Matt Ruff exactly. You know you can you can thank him for you know wanting to go ahead and take that chance, but it's like you know the the this television series it takes it to a whole other level. We're gonna get into that later why, but it takes it to a whole other level that I think the book um, Lovecraft Country, you know, just kind of scratched the surface on. And trust me, it, it scratched a very uh, intense surface. <laughs> so for anybody who hadn't read the book, trust me, you, you need to read this. Uh, yeah. The book is, um, I, since we own Matt, like to see him flip the narrative of, you know, how, HP was how he was a right, like his totes and how he was just, you know, that person with his views and everything and how he wrote things and, you know, about blacks and, you know, other races and to see Matt take it and make Lovecraft country and turn it into this, you know, this black family being able to, you know, 
give them this opportunity to, you know, have this storyline and, you know, give them the whole supernatural and horror genre feel because we don't get a lot of, you know, we don't get a lot of people of color stories with horror and supernatural. So the fact that he based it with that and then with me researching about him, um, his first little like story that he wrote was like almost like a, a soap opera. And as I was reading the book and then seeing the show, I can see that he has that soap opera feel in his writing because everything is almost dramatic. <laughs> like everybody is going through something. Everybody is going through a trial and tribulation. And there you get to see that character go through something and see them elevate themselves and see them, you know, move up to the next level. And I appreciate Matt Rove. He has inspired me to continue with what I'm writing and, you know, just stick my head focused on what I'm trying to like bring to life. So I do appreciate him for what he's done with Lovecraft. And then to see it now come to life with Misha, it's just amazing. Like it really is. Yeah. I would say, you know, just, you know, Seeing as we're both writers, you know, I can definitely attest to the fact that, you know, Matt, um, just his whole story, you know, just how he created Lovecraft, you know, Country and just any other, you know, books. Because I've I actually read um, one of his uh, books back in the day when I was in high school. Um, <laughs> I think it was that Monkeys and. Oh, that's going to oh be a series. Yeah, it's is, you know, he's very. I wouldn't say um, divisive, but he's he's very um, he's very poetic with how he kind of likes to shock you in mm. terms of what he does because he I really like the fact that he'll place you know these characters who you know you you would see you know you'd see these tropes and everything you'd have the you know the hard ass you'd have you know the person who you know is just waiting for you know their you know knight in shining armor but there'd always be like something wrong within you know this universe and it's usually an alternate universe and uh. like he takes you know these rules that we have in society and he flips them on us and it's like we still you know like you'll have racism in lovecraft country and we you know we all you know have still see this unfortunately to this day but it's like you add monsters into it into the mix like nobody does that uh, yeah that's a very you know unique uh unique taste that only comes from a unique mind like matt ruff he is he is definitely one of the greats in the yeah mix. just like when he you know god forbid because you know we never know when when we when we decide to leave this place but you know, <laughs> who knows we might have a might have a pill at some point where we can live forever like Matt is right there with, you know, he surpasses Stephen King in in my book in terms of taking concepts and just adding a whole new element. Like this is right. uh, we can yeah. get him all day, but like you know, Matt Ruff, he's come to our podcast, sir. Let's interview. Like, like we we can we can do this. It'd be amazing. It would be amazing because like I think what it is is that the fact that you took what HP had and then turned it into this, you know, this whole nother world and then to call it Lovecraft Lovecraft Country. So you're in 
basically like you're in Lovecraft, like in his like his genre and in, in his whatever he made, and you're in it. And I think it's just amazing what he did with it. And with us continuing, I think we can go ahead and talk about Misha and her being the creator of the HBO Max series right now. And uh, I'm like, I'm gonna try not to geek out too much, but like I when I first saw the trailer, I was like, oh, this is gonna be good. Like, but when I saw that first episode, I was like, oh my God, like they're touching on things like that are like it's just like I said, sundown towns for me, like I feel like I knew about it, but actually seeing it on the episode and seeing what those characters were going through, I was like, oh, wow, this is like, this is real stuff. Like, this is some real, like, some real shit that happened. Like, and I was just, like I said, I was amazed. It made me go, you know, research about Sundown Times. It made me, you know, educate myself more on the subject because I felt like, I knew about it, but seeing that visual of it, it made me want to know more about it so I could be more, you know, like I said, educate myself more on it. So I appreciate the show now for that. And I feel like every episode I'm being educated about something, you know, I'm being inspired about something, you know, it's it's teaching me about what would happen to us as people, like, you know, our brothers and sisters before us, like, it's really real. And to see that and then, like you say, throw monsters in it, like the end of episode one, like I can't wait till we talk about it. But to have that little piece where it's like they're all standing around with the flares and then the monsters are all like, yeah. I don't know, like that was giving me Jurassic Park. Like it was really, really, really good. So, you know, I'm. Ex- it was exciting to see that. But it's also for me as well, like I said, it's knowledgeable to know the the seriousness of what was happening in this time frame. So, yeah, I would, I would definitely uh, like to pick up on how Misha, you know, approached the the whole concept of sundown towns, because uh, unlike you, you know, I knew about them, you know, gr- you know, growing up because unfortunately from, you know, all of our listeners, you know, I live in a kind of black hole, of uh, old school Southern, Southern ways. Mm. So I have, you know, you grow up, you know, hearing about these things and I'm certain I've passed sundown towns, but, you know, just kind of seeing it, you know, play out, you know, so really, you know, not as dramatic because uh, we, we can go, you know, further when we talk about the episode, but it's just the way Misha and all of the other writers, you know, handled the, the tension, you know, and I think that's something that it wasn't as, you know, this big, dramatic, fantastical 12 years of slave type, you know, boohoo fest. This is like, you know, very serious and staunch. And you just, you don't get that um, in modern depictions of, you know, like, you know, sort of pre post Jim Crow era stuff. And I, I just, I really do, you know, tip my hat to her because uh, when I was listening to Misha talking, you know, from an interview in 2018, she talks about how her whole focus is just the genre of storytelling from a Black American perspective. That's her only, you know, focus. And I'm like, I commend her 100% for 
for that because she goes into the whole idea of like survival and what, you know, what realistically we would do in, you know, in these moments of fight or flight. And you can see even in some of her previous work, like underground, you know, these, you know, all of her characters, they decide, you know, is there a time to fight or is there a time of flight? And it's a healthy dose of, you know, both of, you know, both of these decisions. And I just, I really do love just, you know, if we're going, you know, keep it with Lovecraft Country. I love how she uh, really didn't care about HP, you know, HP, the man or his work because of, you know, his racist past, basically. You know, she she focuses only on Matt's book for, Mm -hmm. you know, for the most part. And I just. I really think that's interesting and how, and you still have references from HV's work in the, you know, in the material, but like that's, you know, she is, Misha, come to the podcast. She's top tier already. I give her that, like, she, she's top tier. As you saying, with you reading, uh, you listening to her interviews, I was uh, reading an article about her and just seeing, like, one of the questions was like, when did you fall in love with sci-fi? She said aliens. And I was like, that's dope because I, I love aliens as well. So she was like, it was so crazy to see this happening. And, you know, it was an intense feeling for her. And she was uh, emotionally attached to the characters and, you know, the storyline. So to see her doing this now, I can tell that she really enjoys what she does, what she do. And, she really wanted it to be like she said a big fucking show and that's what it is like it is a huge yeah. show already like right. just the visuals the storyline the whole the whole social issues that she's talking about like i'm so ready to like get into each episode because each episode is different i mean it intertwines with each other but they're all different but they're it's a it's a beautiful picture that she's creating like this beautiful storyline like it's it's amazing so i think she's top tier already i love the fact that she partnered up with jordan peele and jj adams and it's so to see jj with the sci-fi and then jordan with the whole you know horror and everything to see these three come together almost like three Titans basically because they all come from different, you know, genres and everything. And to see them actually come together and bring this whole storyline to life. It's amazing because the horror elements are there with Jordan Peele and his team. Like they're automatically there. And it's quite frightening because like those episodes would be really good, but then sometimes <laughs> it'll get like a jump scare and I'm just like, Whoa, like, yeah. That's amazing, but it's just really good to see this actually come to life. And like I said, I've enjoyed every episode. Um, oh, I can't wait till we get into like, it's a lot of episodes that I can't wait to get into and break right. down, but it's going to be fun breaking them down. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think, I think we have to def- absolutely, you know, take a moment to talk about Jordan Peele too, because you, yes. you brought up a really good point. Um just the whole idea, because I remember when Jordan Peele was on Mad TV. Like I remember when he was still a comedian. Mm. You know, um, just seeing him, you know, go from being on a sketch comedy series and all the way up to you know doing what he's doing now with horror and 
you know, the concept of horror mixed with race like that. That is so interesting. You know, it's very, very similar. You know, his style is very similar to uh, Alfred Hitchcock. And I just, I, I am a Jordan Peele fanatic because, you know, we can, we can sit and talk about Get Out and Us forever. (laughs) Um, Definitely looking forward to Candyman. I hope this doesn't date. Yeah, I'm ready for Candyman myself. But like, I just, you know, I commend Jordan for giving, you know, Misha, you know, a chance to adapt, you know, this work that's just something completely different. We have never had, uh, and when I say we, I'm talking about, you know, Black Americans, like we've never had a very out there, you know, cosmic horror type show or film. Every time you say cosmic, I think about this last episode. Every yeah. time, like I just yeah. like every time you say cosmic, I'm like, God, I can't wait to talk about that. Cause that episode was beautiful. It That's was. all I'm gonna say right now. Episode what's that eight or seven was yeah. beautiful. Like, yeah. like that episode was. Whew. Yeah, and the fact that the fact that you even say it's beautiful like that that shows the like the diversity within the series. Like you can have one episode that's like super, you know, intense and like, um, you know, horror. You know, it's like there there's a whole episode that's like an old school ghost story. Love but it. Then you have an episode where it's just truly beautiful. You know, it's moving. Like I remember the episode that you're talking about. I remember actually, you know, being just moved. Like I'm sitting back watching it. I didn't shed a tear, but like I'm just like. Wow, this is that—that that is, you know, it's these are concepts that just you don't see with these type of, you know, actors and actresses. Like you just you don't have that, and that, that is that is a testament of this show and the material. Like, yeah, the material is there. <laughs> just yeah, be ready. Like, is there. Material is there, like all there. Ah, uh, that's good. So I think we can go ahead and just do some closing remarks. You know, um, we appreciate y'all for coming out and listening to this double zero zero episode. Um, we just want to really get the talk about the creators and, you know, just give our little give a little info on each one of them and just tell what we feel about how we when we've researched about them and just tell how we, you know, what we've got from them and everything like that. Um just to see these creators and see what they've done is it's amazing. So we're, um, we're super excited to continue. And with our next episode, we will break down the first episode of the season. And um, we might touch on the book as well, just to see what, what things that we can pull from the book that happened in the uh, first episode as well. Anything you want to say, Aaron? I'm excited. That's all I can say. I'm excited to, really dive into this series you know like you know we can we can just walk around in circles Uh, uh. talking about how great these creators are but just you know this is a really great uh great series and i'm i'm so excited to talk about it yes it's gonna be amazing so um we do have a twitter page you can follow us at twitter at two oh wait it's all acronyms can you say the acronyms because i almost forgot Yes, it is, and I quote, is at L-C-B-P-O-D, that is L-C-B-P-O-D. You can find us there. You can find the whole uh, Twitter page there. 
um, just up and coming. And I am, you know, I think I can speak for, you know, the ones that run it to say that if you follow us, you're going to love it. Oh you, yeah. You will truly love it. Uh, that, that includes you, Misha, cause I know you're going to be, you know, looking this, looking through this thing. Like you, you're going to, you're going to love us. You know? Yeah. So I'm excited. Well, we appreciate y'all for coming out and listening to us and we're going to wrap it up and we will see you next time. Thank you. Thank you.